0: Last week, I talked to Alan Egan, who was fairly negative about using social media to market a home or homes, as it sort of becomes overwhelming to most people when you're just trying to be everywhere. This week, you're going to hear the other side of the coin, how social media platforms can drive traffic as long as they're used in the right way. Vacation rental marketing strategist Jodie Bourne joins me to share her perspective. Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer. And as ever, I'm super delighted to be back with you once again. And now that we have seen the end of the summer, really weird actually, in our neck of the woods, I mean, it all finishes on Labor Day. Even this year when we've seen more September bookings than we usually get it was still like the gates of Toronto shut and the drawbridge was brought up and everybody's gone home. We went into town this morning and usually, you know, for the entire summer, whatever day you're in our town, it is just bustling with tourists and you can't go into any of the grocery stores without long, long lineups. And of course, the pandemic has made that just so much worse because they're still lining up outside and letting only so many people into the store. And now it's a bit like a ghost town. It takes a little bit of getting used to, but I love it. I really love it. We get to this end of the season and it was really interesting talking to my business partner last week. And we were talking about an ongoing issue with a guest. And I think I've mentioned this one. It was a brand new property. The property was recently built and just completed at the end of July. And we had a booking in there for three weeks. Now, these guests knew that this was a new construction. And we had been keeping the guests up to date all the way through as things happened, you know, This week the kitchen's going in and this week the walls are being tiled or whatever. So we were pretty good at keeping him updated. And he arrived with his family and everything appeared to be perfect. Everything was finished. Well, we thought everything was finished. What we didn't know was that, and we didn't even know there were stairs going down from the deck to the ground level. In the photos that we'd been sent, there were no stairs, it was just the deck, and then the access to outside ground level was down the stairs through the house and out through the lower level sliding doors. Easy. You know, you're still going downstairs, you're still going outside, you've still got access to the outside. But that was the first note of complaint that we got, that the the stairs weren't completed from the deck, because... There are going to be stairs, but they were blocked off because there is a shortage of the Trex material to do the treads. And when we said, well, we hadn't advertised stairs from the deck to the ground level, but that didn't make any difference to the guest. And then the dishwasher broke down. A brand new, I can't remember the name of it, monogram or something. It's it's a really high-end dishwasher. And it was showing an error message. So it worked for the first week the appliance repair people. This is cottage country, so it takes some time to get anybody out anywhere. And we eventually got somebody out and he got it working for two days and then it broke down again. And then he said, I don't know really how these machines work. So you're going to have to leave it to the manufacturer. Just cut a long story short. So there was no dishwasher for the remainder of the stay. So for the last week, the owner paid for somebody to go in and wash the guests dishes every day. And we have not heard the end of it. I mean, it always makes me feel a little sad that people are on vacation having such a fantastic... Well, they should be having such a fantastic time. The weather was amazing. The water was fantastic. And this guest obsessed for the full 21 days over this dishwasher. Now, before somebody says, well, couldn't you replace the dishwasher? No, that was not possible. Again, this is Cottage Country, Ontario. We might have been able to get one in from the city, but to actually get somebody out to install it, it just wasn't going to happen. And our terms and conditions actually say this. They say, you know, this is what you're buying into when you come to rural Ontario. Things may go wrong and we do not refund or rebate or for any breakdown of non-essential appliances. And we actually cite a dishwasher as being a non-essential appliance. So that is in our terms and conditions. Anyhow, that was a long story. It really should have been a short one. We're still dealing with the guest. We're making some recompense to him for his lack of the dishwasher for, I think it was four days that he was actually without the dishwasher and had to do his own dishes. But anyway, I don't know what got me on that. I think... Yeah, no, I know what it is. That initially we said, well, there won't be any refund because this is what we say in the terms and conditions. But as we get to the end of the season, it's, oh heck, you know, whatever it takes to send somebody away and not have them continually emailing and texting and phoning. If we have to give them money to go away, unfortunately, that's just what we have to do. Certainly not take a booking from him again. Anyhow, that was a complete segue, nothing to do with today's episode, which is a wonderful conversation with my friend Jodie Bourne, who is a vacation rental marketing strategist, website builder, and just generally all-round lovely person. And she's coming on to talk about social media, social media platforms, which platforms we should be using for what, because each has its own purpose. And sometimes we look at all these platforms and we think, hey, we've just got to get on every one of them. We've got to be on Instagram and Facebook and maybe TikTok, and we're doing YouTube videos and Pinterest. But Jodie's going to unravel and unpack all this And share with us what we should be using for what, how much time it's going to take, and whether you should be doing it on your own or hiring somebody else to do it. So, without further ado, let's roll on over to my lovely interview with Jodie Bourne. Mm Well, I'm super pleased to have with me today, Jodie Bourne, Vacation Rental Marketing Strategist. Jodie Bourne, (laughs) it's great to have you with us again. Oh, it's so
1: great to be with you, Heather. I love visiting with you no matter what we're doing and talking about. And um, I love being called a Vacation Rental Marketing Strategist.
0: (laughs) Well, I, I think it's it, it's a pretty good title because from what I hear, the people who are working with you they're saying that you're not just telling them what platforms to be on. You are explaining why they should be on which ones and what's work, You know what what works, what doesn't, because you know, there is no one size fits all here, right? Oh, that's so true,
1: that's, I and mean, that's—I mean—that's really the key to the whole thing. Social media and marketing in general is—is is there is no one-size-fits-all um, strategy that you should use. Which, in a way, makes it easier. In a way, makes it harder because you have to figure out the, the strategy for you and stop following what others are doing. So that's totally important.
0: Well, when I talked to Alan Egan last week, and um, he was really talking about. He, he doesn't have a, a 100% down on social media because, he's, you know, it, social media is good for driving people to the website, which he says is absolutely essential for everybody. He said, but it, beca- it, it comes, becomes so overwhelming for some people that they get this sort of paralysis so that they'll dabble a little in each platform and not become really good at one.
1: That is exactly right. That's the problem that I see. Is um, and I, I listened to your episode with him yesterday, and it's so true. Some of the things he said. You're following a Facebook group of mark of owners who are telling you, oh, you have to use Instagram. You have to use Instagram. Well, you know, just because they found success with Instagram doesn't mean you are. The target market might be different. You're particular brand um, is different. So there's so many different reasons to not be overwhelmed. Just start slow and build and grow as you get a little bit better and a little bit more experience.
0: Well, can we kick off with a sort of an overview from your perspective on why we should be using social media?
1: Well, I could go on and on about this for like 14 days. (laughs) I mean, you really have to think of social media as a part of a strategy, a a key part, in my opinion, but a part of a strategy so that it's not just a a tool here and a tool there and a post here and a post there. You really have to be intentional and know what you're doing. So, you know, that makes it really important. Another thing that I, you know, try to tell people in advance about social media when, when I start working with somebody is that. A lot of people say, well, I don't use social media or I've not had luck with social media because of this instant ROI. They want this instant, you know, I posted on Instagram and look, I got a booking. And if you think about it, nothing works like that. I mean, You can look at your Airbnb conversion rates and see how many people actually see your listing, look at your listing and don't book. So there's nothing that has that instant ROI. So social media is no different in that respect. It's all, again, about this intentional strategy of using a tool, just one of many tools to to bring what I call not just traffic to your website, quality traffic Mm -hmm. to your website, which is a difference. So I was going to take you through this potential if you think about it. So thousands of people looking at your website, but they don't book. whatever reason and you know there's millions of reasons they may not book it could be they're just searching and looking maybe they um the dates aren't available maybe they're not even sure of the dates and they're really just you know getting some information whatever the reason is that they don't book then what like how do you capture them even you know if you have a brand name how are they going to remember you Mm -hmm. Social media kind of builds that bridge so that when you say, you know, they're at your website, if you're encouraging them to sign up for your lead magnet, which I highly recommend, um, but also encourage them to start with your, you know, social media and to start following you and engaging with you, then you're staying top of mind all the time. And you're kind of reminding them. You know, hey, remember us? We're the people with that house you loved, or you know, here's a great blog post, or here's a, a great photo of some kids having fun. And as they see you in their social media feeds, then you be- you become the person. So that's really one of the the main reasons I recommend using social media is to keep that conversation going with with those people. It's really really important.
0: I hadn't so- I hadn't really looked at it from that perspective. You know, I'm I'm thinking that. People will find your website from social media, and that's what we're trying to do: is drive traffic. But of course, people will find your website perhaps, but through that way. But you want to capture them in some way. Now, yeah. you know, lead magnets. Obviously, we use a packing list. You know, if you you come to our website, you've got to find something that people really find valuable. What do they need to help them plan their stay or whatever? But if they're not going to do that, you just want to grab onto them somehow. And I love what you say is, you know, if you get them to your Facebook to like your Facebook page, I would say Instagram, but I, I don't use Instagram. So I haven't got a clue how, how that works. But if they like your Facebook page, it's possible it's going to start popping up in their feed. So That's- it's a continual reminder.
1: That's exactly right. And I love Instagram, (laughs) as you know, Um, Facebook, the organic reach is not as great as Instagram is right now. But again, if you get them to your Facebook page in whatever way and and they are engaging with you and you are engaging with them in the same, you know, the same goes back and forth, then then, yeah, you are you are going to pop up in their feed. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's how it works. And social media is not just for bridging that gap of, you know, getting to know you, but it is a traffic generator. I mean, it does both. So it goes back and forth. I call it a content marketing traffic circle. It's one of the things that I teach when I, when I do the group coaching and when I'm working with clients is it's a, it's a full circle and you, a circle never stops. So that's kind of how I, I see it. hmm so I was going to give you my five top reasons why you should be using social media. Perfect. So number one reason is to inspire people to dream and to educate them about your, your property and your destination. So first of all, a lot of people have no idea where they want to go. So when you're using SEO only or getting marketing, you're capturing people who typed in a search phrase knowing where they want to go, typically, at least regionally. But when you're using social media, you can actually reach those people before they know where they want to go. They're just looking through photos and videos and having a great time, you know, and learning, oh, I didn't even know that place existed, or I didn't know that place was so beautiful or or whatever that is. So by inspiring people, I call it giving them FOMO, the fear of missing out, then you're getting a whole new audience that, that may have never even, you know, searched for you. And then once you have inspired them and built them in, into your following and into your fold, then you are able to educate them and be that person. You're the one that's sharing the packing lists and sharing the, the ideas for things to do and all of those things that, you know, make them go, oh, okay, that that Heather lady, and she knows all about packing and snowshoeing and cottage country. I'm going to remember her. So again, um, you know, it's just a great to inspire and educate the second reason is to build the know, like, and trust factor. So people really want to work with people that they know and that they like and that they trust. And this is, this is true of every single industry. Now, there are you know some exceptions to that, but the more you can get people to know you and like you and trust you, know your values, know who you are as a host or a hostess, those things are really important. Now, especially with millennials who are... The next generation and the generation of people that are booking millennials are, you know, they want to know, they want to have shared values with the people that they're working with and spending their money with. And then the trust factor is huge. I mean, if you think about it, people who Mm -hmm. book direct, they're scared. Right. Especially if it's their first or second time of booking direct, they hear all these horror stories on Good Morning America about the house wasn't really there or they went to the house and it, you know, they want to know that they can trust you because they're going to give you lots of money and trust is I have a social media account, I have a website, I have a Yelp page, I posted on my Instagram twice last week.
0: Mm -hmm. You
1: know, you can see my reviews on my Facebook page, all of those things just really build that trust.
0: Yeah, we're doing this with uh, Google My Business at the moment. You're really trying to build the Google My Business page and um, build those reviews, because people do trust that.
1: They do trust because they can see their picture. Yeah. You can put reviews on your own website all day long, but when they see them on your Facebook or Google, Google, they see the picture, they see the name, they know they're real. They mm-hmm. see you commenting and, and responding to those reviews. I will say really quickly for anybody and everybody listening, Facebook is about to get rid of reviews. So they already have in some countries um, and some people. So if you have a ton of Facebook reviews, if you have any Facebook reviews, you need to go and take screenshots of those reviews because they're going to be gone and you can just put those screenshots as images on your website so that you still have kind of that proof so that's that's definitely and i would also you know recommend commenting to the people that left the review maybe asking them giving them the link to your google business page asking them if they would consider you know moving their review over anything like that
0: that's great tip (laughs) tip
1: Yeah, it scared me when I heard that about, um, well, Mari Smith, who we, you and I both follow and love. um, It was one of her videos from several months ago that she talked about that. And I was like, oh, crap. So I went to all my clients and started screenshotting reviews. So the third reason for using social media, in my mind, the third of thousands, but in my mind, is the staying top of mind factor that we already talked about. So, you know, you're in their feed, they're in your feed. In Instagram, you actually have a lot of opportunity to connect with them on a more personal level, which is why I like Instagram uh, a, a lot. You can... Even a business profile on Instagram can comment on someone's personal Instagram stream. So definitely lots of ways to engage and stay top of mind. And then the fourth reason is networking. Networking is huge. Networking on social media is global. So you're not just networking like at a networking event at your local chamber. You're networking with people thousands and thousands of miles away in other countries Even if you're not in your destination, you can network with local business owners who will recommend you. I tell people all the time, go out and find 10 wedding planners in your area, in your destination, and connect with those wedding planners. If you're you're a facility where people would come to a wedding and families would stay or maybe couples would stay, network with those wedding planners, wedding vendors, network with the fishing guides share their content if you're on facebook share some of their facebook page you know images or instagram images whatever it is because that builds a connection and the next mm-hmm. thing you know somebody's calling a fishing guide and booking a trip and asking him well do you know where i should stay and and it just it's it's just so great such a great way to build that um that following another reason is you can network with influencers. So I have been working with some, some beautiful, beautiful properties, uh, Spoon Mountain Glamping, Yvette Strange owns in Wimberley, Happy in the Keys that you and I have talked about before. Um, several others who have used these influencers that they literally met online mm-hmm. on social media and then convinced them to come and stay at their property and and share. And, and it's huge. It's huge. Huge, huge potential there. It's like PR. And then the fifth reason is generating quality traffic to your website, which leads to bookings. When I say quality, what I mean by that is, for example, I, and I just did this research yesterday because I wanted to, to be truthful. So I looked at four of my clients who I have access to their Google Analytics. And one of these clients I've had for five years. The traffic, they get tons of traffic from organic search, all of them which is is great. They get tons of traffic from direct search which is where they're you know typing in their URL specifically. But the traffic that they get from social media, it's harder for you to get that traffic, yes, but they stay on their website longer.
0: Mm-hmm. They look
1: at more pages of their content. The bounce rate is lower and they, the conversion rate is higher. The reason for that They know you, they like you, they trust you, you've stayed top of mind, you've networked with them, you've engaged with them. They now see your business as the business. And that's, you know, that's one of the main reasons is you're going through all these things. That's what you have to keep in the back of your mind. The people who I am converting of the hundreds that I touch, the people that I am converting really convert because of social media.
0: Yeah, it's like wrapping it all up in in the relationship bundle, isn't it? It it definitely is. I mean, and that's, you know,
1: you you're aware and um I know of marketing funnels, um, how marketing funnels work. A marketing funnel in this industry, it's the same concept. You take the people through this kind of step by step, get to know you, get to like you, get to trust you, understand you and and mm-hmm. buy from you.
0: Yeah, it always takes me back to the the, the Gary Vaynerchuk book. Jab <laughs> jab jab right hook. Right hook. Yes. <laughs> Yes. You know, you don't just go in and say, look, here I am. Here's my property. This is how much it is. Come book with me, which you see so often. Oh. Um, but if you, you just start with creating that no like and trust and then yeah. move on, then you move on to selling. That's the right hook. But you don't do it. You just don't land the, 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 the right hook at the start.
1: Nope, it's a, and that's I do um, social media audits a lot. I enjoy doing them, but that's one of the the first things I look for is how many right hooks are you giving versus how many jabs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, it's a, should be a much higher ratio. I would even say jab, 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 jab. <laughs> right. <laughs> I say, I, I say there's like an 80, 20 ratio. Um, a lot of people say that a lot of people say 50, 50, you know, on Instagram, you can actually put a call to action in every single post if you want to, but that call to action isn't necessarily always book with me. There's mm-hmm. other actions. They're called micro actions that you can get people to take. So a micro an, an action, a conversion action is an actual booking. But micro actions are share my photo, DM me if you're interested, answer this question, sign up for my lead magnet, read my blog post. All of those things, those micro actions, it's they're giving you your t- their time and that that time that they give you just increases the level of commitment that they have in the relationship. So that, you know, those jabs, those little micro jabs are so important to that final right
0: hook. Uh-huh. Perfect. So that's, that's your five reasons yes. why we should be still using social media, which, you know me, I used to be all over Twitter. I haven't, I don't, I don't think I posted to Twitter for months, actually. Months. But very yeah. occasionally. I will tend to go on there if I'm looking for some media connections, mm-hmm. because that's where the media still hang out. Um, something happens, the media are on it. But apart from that, I I don't use Twitter very much. I'm really wanting to grow our YouTube channel. Oh, Great. And I know my, the guys in the office that they work on our Instagram and Facebook page all the time. And of course we've been working with you on Pinterest. So, Mm -hmm. but I still think we're sort of scattergunning it. (laughs) How do we know what's right? And you know, what is the best use of these platforms for somebody who is going to get overwhelmed easily? Oh,
1: that's and th- those are the people that I I work with. You know, is the people who like you. They don't know how to make it part of a strategy. They're frazzled with time because they either have kids or grandkids or businesses or other jobs or you know, maybe they have nine properties and they're constantly busy with just guest facing type of things. So, you know, learning what to use is is so important. And, And as I said in the beginning, being real intentional with your time is really, really important too. So I recommend everybody learn Facebook first. Facebook, you have to be on Facebook. Now, When if if you're listening and you don't have an Instagram account and you don't have a even a YouTube account, go out and get those handles. Save those handles for your property. You may not have time to put content on it right now, but that's okay. You want to save that that name because you don't you know that's your brand. You're building your brand. Um, You can just create a profile picture and put your little profile bio in there, and that's that's fine. But then learn Facebook. And what I mean by learn Facebook is you know don't just have a page where you post once a week or once a month that you have a booking coming up or an availability like you said you know the right hooks start by just you know slowly create a photo album for each one of your properties on Facebook make sure that your cover photo is you know a great photo with a call to action to engage with you make sure you have your Facebook messenger set up so that people can instantly interact with you too. You can put the Facebook messenger on your website too, as a chat box so that people, that's one of the, the ways I started my business is I put that on there and then people would go to my website and then chat with me through my website, which ended up in my Facebook stream. And so I'd get followers that way. So that's a, um, you know, learn that Facebook messenger and then start posting content a little at a time, you know, post, Follow, you can follow with your Facebook page now and you can follow other businesses. You know, if, maybe find a business that you recommend, like I said, a fishing guide or a restaurant and just start sharing their content. That's a great way to do. If you have blog content, share your blog content. But I don't just mean share the link, copy and paste a link. And, you know, here's a blog post. Actually kind of write into your caption why they should read. Give them a call to action why you should read this blog post. Maybe give them a couple of sentences from the blog post. So really get to know Facebook well. Once you've got your Facebook down, and by down, I mean, you know, you've got a rhythm going. You understand you may not be getting lots of engagement because it is hard, but you've got your rhythm going. That's when you need to take that next step. To, to your second kind of venture out. And that really depends on who you are, who your target market is and how much time you have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Instagram is my favorite profile. I mean, to use my favorite tool, I guess. I love it. I have Spoon Mountain, Yvette, again, I bring her up, but we've done wonders with her social media before she even started building her properties um, she has glamping tents before she even started building them she created that branded instagram and facebook page and started sharing things like you know oh we're we're out shopping for our new tent decor do you like this dresser or this dresser you know different things like that and you start building and growing that so instagram is the place if you have or can take lots of images Or can get access to. So, um, I have a client that actually hired an 18 year old senior in high school and gave them a list of all the places they wanted them to go take pictures of. I think he contacted the high school and got a hold of their photography department. I mean, and it didn't cost him a dime Uh at all. It was all just a project for this high school student. So, there are ways to get those images and start with just building again. If you think about your Instagram as a kind of a mini website, You can start growing it with just images. And then once you learn how to post images and learn how to use captions effectively, you can then, you know, start with stories, Instagram stories. Maybe you can try Reels. Reels are like the TikTok videos. You know what TikTok is? Mm -hmm. Videos. Well, Reels is the Instagram version of the TikTok. So, and Reels are, they go crazy right now. I had a client, we did a Reel last monday
0: and it's already had seven thousand views okay well let's let's just focus on that because i i heard mari smith talking about reels and Uh facebook and so what was the video that that got that many views
1: so it again it's spoon mountain i hate to keep bringing her up (laughs) She is local to me, so I have the opportunity to go out and take pictures and videos myself. And she's had some influencers and she's had other people that have stayed and shared her content. So that's the key. You've got to get this content to create a reel. You can also do it with images, though, if you use Canva. So the video, it starts out as a a shot, a a still video um, looking at a hammock swinging in the breeze. The next is another little video, um, all together, you know, they're combined together of walking through the, the interior of the property and seeing the bed, then it's going through the back of the property and seeing this, they have an outdoor bathtub, you know, and it's just kind of a, this little step by step. And then it's every, every scene is glamping, not camping. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference? So your scenes can be anything when you're doing a reel they they used to they need to be less than a minute think about a reel as a commercial for your property and when you think about it as that you can you know you can you'll start looking at commercials on TV a little differently or go to YouTube and watch VRBO videos those are reels they're just in mm-hmm. YouTube format they're just little mini commercials and it and as you get better at it you and start watching other people go to TikTok and, and follow destinations and travel bloggers. You'll get lots of great ideas on how you can use reels. I had another client that did a reel on her own several weeks ago of just her chickens, and it had over 10,000 views. <laughs> now, 10,000 views, how does that result into bookings? Well, they follow her on her Instagram after that, they love her chickens. We looked back at the analytics from Instagram and we could see that 245 people. So, you know, what's that? I I don't even know the percentage of that traffic actually went to her website Mm -hmm. because we saw that one reel. So if you look at your Instagram analytics, you can actually see how many people clicked on my website, how many people shared this with their followers, how many people saved this in their saved feed so they can come back and look at it later. So reels are powerful. Um, And Instagram is really promoting them right now. So you can go viral on Instagram Reels pretty quickly, um, you know, with just the right content. If you use Canva or or NVIDIA, which is another tool that I I recommend for videos, you can use their templates and and it makes it a lot easier on yourself. If you only have still shots, you can actually use the still shot and create movement Mm with within canvas. So they're maybe zooming in or zooming out or kind of shifting to the right or left, whatever you can do to make that still shot look more like a video.
0: That is fascinating. And I think we could probably do an entire episode on this. Maybe that's something we, we, we we schedule in for a couple of weeks.
1: Well, you know, I get passionate about things, but if you go to Instagram, if you have an Instagram account, even a personal account, you want to look more at reels, go to the discovery tab, which is the little um, magnifying glass in the bottom of your screen, go there and type in, it'll give you a search bar, type in travel or type in your destination and you will see come right. up and you can see what people are doing. And some of them are, I mean, they're fun to watch. I get addicted at night. I'll sit and watch reels. They're like little movies. They're great.
0: Oh, I know my, my husband sits there every night watching YouTube that, you know, the very short is that, that, then that's what he's watching basically.
1: Yes. That's what he's watching. YouTube has the, I think that's what they're called. Shorts. YouTube. Yes. Um, And YouTube videos are the same. I mean, you can, you can get, engrossed in YouTube videos. So if you're somebody that's, again, good with video or tech savvy, feels like they can learn tech pretty easily. And the tools that are out there now make it so easy to, you know, Canva is so easy to use. And there's other apps you can put on your phone that make it so easy to use. But um, once you get the hang of it, and again, Fiverr, Fiverr is so cheap to find somebody that you can just send some video to and have them put together something amazing for you to use. So a video is the way to go right now, I yeah. strongly believe.
0: Well, I endorse, definitely endorse Fiverr. I mean, I've been using Fiverr for years, but more recently I've found that every time I use it, I get a good result. Whereas you know, five or six years ago, it was very iffy whether you're yeah. going to find somebody that was was actually going to understand what you wanted uh, right. and deliver the goods in the in the to the way you were expecting it to come. Yeah. But now I'm every th- all these little things they are just straight to Fiverr. I've got some. I think the, the the most recent one was an intro and outro yeah. for, for YouTube videos. You know, I found some music. I had some stills. I had some text. over to you. 18 hours later, it was back. Yes. It's
1: amazing. I have someone from Fiverr right now that I have repurposing. I've sent her all of my PDF guides and she's turning them into blog posts for me. Yeah. I mean, so, and then I also, so I used to offer and sometimes do write people's blog posts for them, for their websites, for the vacation rental websites. And so what I did was I hired a lady from Fiverr who was actually writing the, the bones, the outlines and getting me the kind of the details. And then I was, you know, putting it into the post and, and kind of finessing it. She was 20 bucks for a thousand words, yes. yeah. you know, yeah. and, and quite good at what mm-hmm. she did. So yeah, Fiverr is a, is a lifesaver. So
0: let's. Well, we well, well, so we've, we've talked about Facebook. We've talked about Instagram sort of skirted around TikTok and come back to Reels. What about Pinterest? Because I know you say it's not really a social media platform. It's more of a search engine. So, But I think we should cover it.
1: Yes, we we do need to cover Pinterest. So Pinterest, as you are well aware now, is not for pinning people's things that you see in your Pinterest feed, whether that, you know, whatever it is relevant to your destination or your properties or whatever. Pinterest is should be specifically used for pinning your own website to Pinterest. So pinning your blog posts, you can pin your properties. You want to create multiple pins. I think as a long-term strategy for, for build, growing traffic, just traffic to your website, I think Pinterest is an amazing place to be. But Pinterest has a learning curve. So that learning curve can be pretty steep. I um, just did for the Book Direct Shows virtual conference, I did a, a video over Pinterest. And as I was going through it, I hadn't looked at Pinterest since you and I started working on Pinterest last spring, early last spring. They've already made tons of changes just to, you know, something I had had really learned well again in the spring. So that learning curve is steep. But if you have blog posts multiple like you do, if you've developed that content and you're looking for a way to grow more traffic to your site, Pinterest would be a great resource for you to start using. And you can, you know, start again, use Canva or hire somebody on Fiverr to create those pins. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a great um, young lady that's working for you. That's creating your pins. Um, right. I think. Yep. yep. And, and so once you get those, those pins created, so you should go, if, if you're listening and you're interested in Pinterest, go to your cottage link Pinterest page. Cause y'all have done such an, I used it last week in a demonstration. <laughs>
0: Oh, they've been so good. Well, I, I will put, there's, there's going to be a lot of links on the show notes to all the things that we've been talking about. So um, I will put a, I'll put a link to, I, I don't often put links to my own site.
1: Well, you need to, because it's a great, great, great resource for people to see. Because a lot of people pin, which is something that you were doing, just pinning a graphic, like just a regular photo. Yeah, And really, they need those pins need to have a text overlay. They need to have a call to action on them. You know, you need to use keyword research to know what to pin and how to how to talk about your pin. So, again, there's a lot to it. But it's definitely if, you know, I know if, if you don't have a lot of time, I wouldn't recommend Pinterest. But if you have a lot of content and you have either money or time to spend growing it, then, then I would definitely recommend it.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure you could find someone on Fiverr who could, you know, create all that, all those graphics for you. Or you
1: could actually have somebody on Fiverr or even purchase. There's lots of places where you can purchase templates. Canva has free templates. Just use those, and all you have to do is insert your own photos. It's pretty easy for you. Um, you know, once you, you spend a little time learning it before we move on to, I was going to talk about YouTube before we move on to that. I was, I wanted to mention Facebook groups mm-hmm. because Facebook groups are just really important. So I talked about Facebook page earlier, as you probably know, Facebook is being, Facebook groups are really being pushed by Facebook. So there you, you've probably seen the groups that you're in showing up more in your news feed all of those things. Well, there are hundreds of Facebook groups devoted just to travel. So I follow in, in, in multitudes. There's one, I think that's called families who travel. There's hiking groups, golfing groups, you name it. People who love s- snow skiing. If you, with your personal profile or with your business profile, go and join those groups you can start responding to questions, answering people, helping people, providing value to people, and they become connections. If you're using your Facebook page, you know, some groups don't allow that, but most now are. So an example is um, Best New Orleans Vacation Rentals is where I always stay when I go to New Orleans. Her name's Kathy Gutierrez. Oh, I don't know if I said her last name right. Anyway, Kathy, um, love her to death. She has her Facebook page, Best New Orleans Vacation Rentals, and she's in a Facebook group for New Orleans food lovers. And she's constantly commenting on the best restaurant for shrimp and grits or, you know, how do you make this recipe, you know, and she's commenting on that as her business page. And people are going back to her business page, Mm -hmm. seeing that she's a vacation rental business and following her. She has, I think, 6,000 followers on her Facebook page, She gets bookings all the time when she goes into groups and just, you know, she's just a naturally kind of friendly person and interacts. Recently, I had was in the Families Who Travel Facebook group. They were looking for things to do in Texas. Well, you know me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all about my Texas. And they were bringing their kids. And I gave them like 15 different, different things. And I asked them to join my Wimberly Facebook group. And they joined my Wimberley Facebook group, all about Wimberley tourism. And and now they're coming to Wimberley. Like they, they want to meet me <laughs> in like, Utah or somewhere. So you can really, Facebook groups, I think, are gold.
0: Yeah, I'm, I, I'm a member of a, a, a lot of location Facebook groups, just so I can just, just keep a handle on, you know, what people are doing, what they're saying, what they're asking. You know, it could be St. George's Island down in the Florida uh, panhandle. Destin, 30A Corridor, you know, all those. And it's just worthwhile being on those groups anyway, just to, to hear what people are saying about things.
1: You, you can hear learn a lot. Vacation rentals a lot yeah. too. They do com- complain or give kudos. Yes. Uh, Brittany Blackman, who yeah. was on your show recently, who I absolutely adore. She uses the Facebook groups to create blog content. So she will see the questions that they're asking in the groups and then use that to inspire a blog post that answers the questions.
0: Perfect.
1: So, I know. She's, she's super smart. She's, she's just a, a, a lovely, lovely person. I hope she's going to be in New Orleans. If you're listening, Brittany, you better be in New Orleans. <laughs> oh, so then we were going to talk about YouTube. Or yeah. Do we
0: have time left? We've, we've got about five minutes left. We can talk okay. about YouTube.
1: Okay. So really quickly, YouTube is also very difficult to use um, if you don't have a lot of video, but nowadays with your phone, if you're in the destination, I mean, it is so easy to go out and take video after video. I recommend taking video in clips. So like one or two minute clips of different things, because it's easier to put things together than it is to have this long video that you You know, like if you're taking a long video and then all of a sudden you run out of phone memory, (laughs) that's happened to me before, or, you know, something else happens or you can't upload it to your computer because the file size is too big. So take clips and clips are a lot of fun. Again, you can go to YouTube right now and search your destination and find influencers and bloggers and, and destination experts, and you can get some really good ideas and you can take your current blog content and turn it into YouTube videos. So, you know, maybe you have a blog post about, you know, the five breweries nearby that, that you recommend. Take that blog post and then create a video out of it. You know, you can either go to those breweries, take some footage. You can contact the brewery and say, hey, I'm doing this YouTube video. Do you have some footage I could use. They will definitely share with you. They want it out there. So there's ways you can take and and make video. I had a client, Happy in the Keys. So what they did is they went on a fishing trip with a fishing fishing guide and they took multiple videos and turned it into a a YouTube. I think they did a series of YouTube videos out of that one fishing trip. So, you know, lots, lots of things you can do with, with video on YouTube.
0: I've been looking into that. I mean, years ago I was trying to do video and I got really bogged down into the whole idea of video editing and it was tough. And now there are so many apps and, and just very easy to use software to allow you to knit things together. And it's just not difficult anymore.
1: It's not difficult anymore. In um, video that I mentioned earlier is an app that I highly recommend and use. They they give you templates where you just kind of throw in your video. They also allow you to use their own their stock video. So if maybe you want a scene of the waves hitting the beach, you can just pull stock video and then enter sprinkle it with your own video of, of other things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so video and video is a good tool to use. Um, for, and Vimeo also now allows you to create video. And of course, Canva, I can't stop going on and on about Canva, <laughs> but I love it. It's a great tool.
0: I, f- I came across a, um, it's a membership site. In fact, it's called Primal Video, but they're primalvideo.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, and I'm just going through it. This, this, you don't have to become a, a, a member. You can go through all the just dozens and dozens of videos how to, the sort of equipment to use, editing, sound, adding music, all those things. I while away my evenings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I've seen their ads in my Facebook feed. Is that the one where the, like the thing is coming, the direct, the, the dinosaur is coming out of the screen
0: kind of? Uh, they, they do a lot of that.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that They have, yeah, they have some really good, I'll, I'll have to look them up now that you recommended them. That's that's great. YouTube YouTube is uh, great. Any video that you can do would be great.
0: Yeah, I think well, we're going to have to do another episode on video altogether because I think people will have lots of, you know, so many questions, you know, okay, so I've got my video, but how do we get people to see the video? That, so that's probably something else. And I think I'll, I shall work on that one um, <laughs> over yeah. the next couple of weeks because I need to know. Maybe I'll get somebody from Primal Video to come and talk to us. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be yeah, good, wouldn't it? Uh huh. Okay. So, is there anything outstanding that we have not touched on yet?
1: The only thing out that I wanted to say is again is just to reinforce this idea that you have to be everywhere and do everything. Somebody that's been listening to us for thirty minutes might be running, screaming out of, you know, thinking, "Oh, again, I have to do video, and now I have to do a reel, and I have to do this and that." And you don't. You just have to start slow. And the key is to just be yourself, be a fun person, be engaging, actually care about your guests, care about whether or not they book your place, that they're just wanting to come to your destination and, and learn more about about it is you know we're all promoting travel, promote, book direct. you know there's lots of opportunities. So well just-
0: this is the thing because this the one thing, the one massive massive advantage that we have as independents and local experts over Airbnb and VRBO and booking.com is that we are local experts, and they are not. That's right.
1: We are local experts and your small business. Mm-hmm. And we want to do business with small business. I mean, for the most part.
0: Yeah, I saw a, um, a newsletter from Matt Landau this week just talking about that, about buying local. And mm-hmm. actually... in looking at that whole thing about buy local and figuring out how we can incorporate it into our marketing to help people to buy local.
1: One of the key thing, words that you can use is mom and pop. People love that phrase, mom and pop. If you're, you know, um, it's, it just means a lot. It just means small. You know, that's a great phrase to use in your bios or anything like that. Yeah. Family owned mom and pop, you know, those kind of things.
0: Well, you've given us a lot to think about. <laughs> I'm not, Yeah, it's just a, a, lot of, a lot of great information, Jody, as, as ever. And if it just helps just one person decide that they are going to focus on one thing and get good at that before they move on to the next, then I think we've done a really good job.
1: Good, good. I hope so. Any of the businesses that I recommended or that I talked about, they can go there and see kind of what they're doing. And you can always reach out to me. You know, I can can share some other resources and tools. I'm, I'm. I believe in the jab, 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 right hook <laughs> motto as well. So I like to give as much as I can.
0: And you can find Jody on Facebook. She has her. A Facebook group. I'll make sure I've got the information of that in the show notes and, and Instagram. And Oh, I'm sorry. I just keep forgetting about Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Hey, Jody, always an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I do hope we get to meet up in New Orleans in December for the Vacation Rental Women's Summit. Me too. Um, you know, it really does. I, I I have to have that border open to come across by car. I'm not no, I'm not yeah. flying. I just don't want to fly at the moment, and I know everybody's flying. But you know, two hundred people in a tin can. Yeah, which doesn't... I could fly, but why they don't allow two people in a vehicle to go across the border is beyond me. I don't know. I'll call Joe Biden. And yes, ask. please do that. Please do. Okay. <laughs> so you take you take care. Give that gorgeous dog a hug from me. Okay. Oh, Jolene. <laughs> And, uh, and we'll talk again soon. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Well, thank you so much, Jodie Bourne for joining me. That was, uh, that was terrific. I am so excited actually about reels. I hadn't really, I've, I've heard of it. I've been doing a course with Mari Smith. We've mentioned Murray Smith. I'll put a link to um, to her as well and to some of these courses that she does. I was doing a course on Facebook and Jodie's also doing this course as, as, as is one of my staff. And she mentioned reels on that. That was a few weeks ago and it, it really piqued my interest and then I totally forgot about it until today. Uh, so now I will not let it go out of my mind and let my senior brain take over. I will go and, and check it out because I really want to do more video. I know from you know, the amount of video that we consume, you know, that I consume in my household, that this is a big thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm saying that like it's new, but it's been a big thing for a long, long time and it's not going anywhere. So I think if there is the option to go out and, and create some short video, and you know that Reels have been developed as direct competition to TikTok. So, you know, we don't have to look at TikTok, which is, you know, I mean, for me, it's very much a a younger, young generation. It's not really the people that are looking for my properties. They are of a a different generation. They're sort of millennials and a little bit above whatever they are, Gen X, Gen Y, whatever. And those those are the people that do watch YouTube and will probably watch the reels as well. So that's that's going to be my latest obsession. So watch out for it. I will look at doing an, a, a single episode just on video and and uh, talking about the technical side of it, you know, putting things together, using lighting, audio, editing, all those things. You know, we know what we want to take video of. The difficult bit is is knitting it all together. So I want to talk to somebody about that so thank you ever so much for listening it's always a pleasure to be with you sun is out here in sunny ontario so i'm going to go and experience a little of it outside so i hope you have a fabulous day wherever you are and i'll see you again soon it's been a pleasure as ever being with you if there's anything you'd like to comment on then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com we'd love to hear from you And I look forward to being with you again next week.